Hi, this is Pam and this is Must Love Food. Thanks for joining me today. I've got Maddie and Teresa and we are here to talk to you about party planning. Just in time for um, the lead up to summer. Well, we've just had Memorial Day, so a lot of people, it's the unofficial start of summer. A lot of people are um, really want to celebrate this year and understandably so. And so we wanted to just kind of give you some thoughts and ideas on um, ways to make your party successful, hopefully maybe take some of the stress away for yourself. And um, so you can just spend some quality time with a family and friends and guests and whoever you gather with. So welcome, ladies. Teresa um, is our resident party planner. And <laughs> I mean, we, we've all, you know, hosted parties and done a lot of different things, but she's really... Um, into crafting and um, coming up with some fun ideas to zhuzh up your party um, from a decor standpoint and a theme standpoint and all of that. And um, so we want to kind of get into that a little bit. But she also, in our summer, our quintessential summer food issue, which hopefully is hot in your hands at this point, she's done a spread on um, party planning and um, she also did it with budget in mind too, which is great. So with not a lot of money and not huge amount of time or effort, you really can, um, you know, have a few like special details that you, you just kind of pay attention to, to, to take your party from ho-hum to wow. Is there anything you want to kind of um, call out, Aunt Teresa? Yeah, if you would look at the story in, in our summer issue, um, I had so much fun with this, and actually it could have been a 10-pager uh, <laughs> for me because I had so many ideas. But um, I love oh, planning parties, and I it's really kind of fun, actually, to plan some with, uh, with what you have around the house or what you can get you know, for a budget purposes, like at the dollar store or the craft store and the clearance aisle or whatever. But um, a lot of this stuff is found stuff. And a lot of it is, you know, stuff you have under the cabinet and stuff you haven't gotten out in a while. And, and I actually found most of this stuff um, kind of hidden away. So, <laughs> so it was, it was kind of fun to even plan the, um, the theme and the color palette, which I think brings your whole party together. Uh, for one thing, that's kind of where I start is, is a color palette and whatever the seasonality is or whatever the occasion is. Uh, and that you have to kind of start there to plan your food, actually. It's funny. I go the reverse. I do more <laughs> of season and food, kind of what a especially if I don't want to be a slave at the stove, I, most likely I, I prefer to have things that are, can be made in advance and or minimal um, fuss the day of a party as much as possible. And so um, I might say, oh, well, there's, as I start to look through um, food ideas, I come up with maybe there is a theme or I then sort of I create my own theme as a result of the food that I've sort of decided. And from that, I then choose the color palette. And, uh -huh. but, but, uh, I'm, I'm come from a food background. You come from an art background. So it makes sense that you would start that way. And I would start kind of the reverse a little right. bit. And it but we get to the same can, place. Exactly. You, pr it proves you can start any which way, yes. whichever you're comfortable with. 
mm-hmm. where my planning is mainly around birthday parties or holidays or, you know, so I let the girls decide their theme for whichever ah. oh, birthday, for birthday they have. And so once they finally decide on something, it's like, okay, don't change because now my mind (laughs) is focused on trying to pick out, you know, the right cupcake design or cake design. And um, they've already sometimes changed their mind. It's like too late. You know, I've already gotten a game plan and it's set. Um, But it is fun that way, just kind of like getting some insight from everyone else. And mine's more streamlined because I don't, we're not big into like um, extra parties, you know, besides our holidays and things like that. But there are, you know, times for the get togethers that I'm like, maybe I should juice it up a little. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and a lot of times the girls, either based on a theme, say they picked a Disney princess or something. I'm just using as an example. We've done Uh Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Or, um, or they might told told you a color they want because sometimes they're giving you the color too. So that part is probably decided. Exactly. So I think, uh, you know, I've done a Barbie, I've done a Minnie Mouse, a Lion King, um, Moana, um, Unicorn. And, you know, and they're already, they're already trying to come up with this year. Then they keep saying, well, cause I showed them this fun cake where it was kind of like rainbow striped on the inside and, I tried to convince Grace for that for her unicorn party, but she was so set on, no, I just want a cake. And I'm like, well, it's a cake, (laughs) but. (laughs) So I put more stress on myself doing the cupcake and and dessert where I'm like, no one else really thinks about, you know, making sure that's perfect. But (laughs) But key to everything, again, it's made in advance. So exactly. So you stress in advance maybe sometimes to make your day a little more pleasurable. And I just wanted to tack on to, Teresa, your comment about using what's at hand for decoration or theme or whatever it may be. And end of last summer, friends and I, and we had really been locked down during COVID and stuff like that. And so I had a couple friends, we rented some cottages in Colorado, you know, really practice COVID safe measures and all of that. But we had like a little cheese and charcuterie evening. And these cottages are not outfitted with a whole lot of stuff. But to make it special, a friend and I used our imaginations. And it really is your your limitation is your imagination to judge up the board. And so we used um, some of those containers, like even containers that you would take, um, have like strawberries in. We used that for a bread server. We used, we used everything and anything you could think of to make this board sort of interesting and special as a vessel. And I'm trying to think of some of the other things that we used that were so fun and unique. I don't know. It was, it was pretty funny. I mean, I think I, yes, I know. I remember taking some paper towels and cutting them into cocktail sized napkins (laughs) (laughs) with my, with my crappy manicure scissors. (laughs) I'm impressed you had scissors. (laughs) <laughs> they were they're they're not real sharp um this place has you know like i said it's it's a it's a cottage and it, so they're minimal uh accoutrements but we made the best of it with a wooden cutting board and some other vessels to hold a variety of different things um to make it special and fun and again your your um imagination is your is your only limitation and so Teresa tell us some of the things that you 
Um, I know you said you had a lot of other ideas too, but some ideas that you used in the story and maybe some other ideas of things that you could use for um, around the house. Sure, or, absolutely. Uh -huh. um, on the, the opener photo to this uh, article in um, the summer issue called Let's Party, I, there is a, um, a metal turquoise container and actually that's the first thing I found <laughs> in the back of my closet <laughs> and that's what I based the color palette on and kind of the casual theme mm -hmm. of this whole story. So I knew I wanted to use that and I thought this would be also, I, I have this love of making um, Italian sodas because I think they're fun and unique and they're easy. And they, they kind of tell people if you put them in those those fun glass um, containers with the stopper, it kind of shows people that, you know, you care about them, you care that they're there, and they respond in kind. So I, I thought this would be perfect to make Italian sodas and put in this turquoise metal container. Um, and then I had um, yellow spray paint. So... I thought, well, this would be great, you know, if you have a long table set up and you put all these different colored glass, all these different glass jars, you know, spread on your table. I, so I spray painted all the glass containers I could find, and I got just a couple more of different sizes at the dollar store. Spray painted them all. It only took, like, what, a half an hour. I did two coats took it out on the lawn, you know, you know, with a big cardboard on a big cardboard and spray painted those. And those were the start of my, my color palette. So see, those were things I just found around the house that I already had. And I also, uh, uh, used to work for a scrapbooking magazine and they did a lot of, uh, crafts with washi tape. And I had a bunch of washi tape sitting around. If you don't know what it is, it's like a patterned tape that you find at the craft store and it comes in all kinds of different colors and, and patterns. And I used the, I used the washi tape on the handles of the, uh, not, there's not silverware, it's actually, you know, serveware that's wooden. And so I got the idea that, you know, if you put your knife, fork and spoon in one pattern, then you pick up that bundle and that's yours for the whole rest of the party. Then you don't have to figure out, is this my plate? Well, it is because I have the the uh, turquoise vine, you know, decoration on my silverware. And so anyway, things like that just kept happening by happy ac accident that I just kept finding things around the house. And I just kept, you know, going back to my color palette. And I knew I wanted to make it casual and just a fun party that, you know, anybody could enjoy for all kinds of occasions. And then you just attach your color palette to whatever it is. And it it could be perfect for a family gathering. It could be perfect for even a graduation or, you know, any kind of a like a Memorial Day celebration, Fourth of July. It works for a whole lot of different occasions. Um I, I really wanted to do this as part of the food section to this story, but uh, we just kind of ran out of room. But um, I thought it would be so fun if you pre-made um, meatballs and you kind of did a um, meatball, a cheeseburger skewer. 
So you use your meatballs, you use some cheese and pickles, lettuce and a cherry tomato on skewers, and you have your grab-and-go. Grab-and-go, because I'm all for grab-and-go when there's a party. A, because I can make it ahead of time, and B, then you just set it out. You don't have to worry about serving everybody. They can just grab whatever they want. Same with the sodas. You can do your dessert that way. So I'm all about ease of party day and preparing ahead of time. I then love, I can enjoy the party too. I love the hamburger um, idea. I would add one thing to that. I would yeah. add a special sauce. Yes. <laughs> For dipping. A dipping sauce. A little Perfect. tomato, a little ketchup, a little mayo, a little pickle juice, a little pickle. Um, and I'd say a little... Um, garlic and onion powder, that kind of thing, kind of make it to taste. Yeah. Perfect. I think that's also why I like to do cupcakes for, you know, just like it's easier to serve. People can grab it and go. And also now with COVID too, like, okay, so one kid isn't blowing their germs all over the whole (laughs) cake. It's like your own little... Well, and that's another reason to celebrate. This summer, I think uh, everyone's going to be um, a lot more connected than they were last year physically uh, and emotionally. And there's reasons to celebrate. And so, um, yes, um, just look around the house. And I, if you are lacking in ideas from uh, after reading this article, I can't imagine you would be. But um, <laughs> I think I've told you, ladies, a show that I love um, that airs here on PBS, and I know it's available, is Escape to the Chateau. And um, it's a couple, a British couple, who have flown the coop from London and bought a chateau in um, sort of the Loire Valley, I think north of there, I'm not 100% sure, um, in France. And they've redone the whole thing. They have an events business. They do all this stuff. Well, she is a designer, and he's an engineer and a chef kind of um and they could make grow their own food all this stuff but she is just amazing with her ideas and so um it sort of generates ideas when i watch her uh she was the last when i saw that she was making um for decorating for christmas and uh once something that i used to do all the time for the holidays and my mom always did this we had um evergreens greenery outside so we always um cut evergreen and then holly and made our own um display uh, over the mantle and then a big um floral kind of display in the entryway and things like that and so i always did that kind of thing um and then i always just got really big poinsettias and put big bows around them so it didn't take a lot it just a little bit of effort and a little eye for detail. But so she was making anyway on the show, she was, she took soccer balls that she then took a, um, like a paper cup that she spray painted gold, attached it to the top of the soccer ball and then to hide. And then she used, I think it was wallpaper to cover the ball. And then she used some, um, uh, ribbon, uh, to hide some of the seams and and then hung them around giant the giant ornaments giant ornaments and because they have such a big space those kind of size ornaments really worked in a in a large hall so anyway it's just um 
I was, I was glad to hear she hung those because I'm thinking, yeah. how is that going to sit on a table? A pumped up soccer ball does not quite sit flat. Nope, but <laughs> if it falls, it just bounces. <laughs> so no breakage or anything like that. But it's just the sort of idea that you really, um, there are a lot of things in your own home or um, very inexpensively uh, that you can uh, turn from one thing to the next. Um and I, the other thing you did, Teresa, you had, um, you also had banners. I mean, just the decoration. I thought that was really kind of a fun, cute idea. And you used cardstock and just kind of cut them out into triangles, popped a couple of um, holes in the corner, and then uh, you could have kids decorate them in your color theme. Exactly. The the kids would love to get in on on the party planning if you had them do something creative like this. And, and it, yeah, paint or crayon or whatever they want to use. And then their their creations are up for the whole party and they feel like they're part of it. They feel like they've contributed and they've had fun doing it. And I just got, a, you know, a bunch of cardstock at the dollar store. Again, the dollar store, my friend. And I, I used, uh, if you have any extra ribbon left over, you can do that. Or you can cut extra fabric you have left over into strips and just punch holes and string them up. And, and it's a really an inexpensive, but it's very creative uh, way to welcome your guests. The other thing that I found out about the dollar store is they actually have helium. So you can get balloons there as well, which, I mean, if you go to stores, it is kind of pricey. So it, yes. I think you you do pay a fee. So it's not just a dollar. Maybe it's $2. But still, I mean, right there is another Reasonable. thing why I love the dollar store. Exactly. <laughs> well, and you can also look for, um, I know a friend of mine uh, got some years ago at Target. but And I, I have not looked to see if they have them at the dollar store. But if you got some lights too because I think along with like a like a banner hanging twinkling lights or whether you do flameless candles or <laughs> real candles I think you know if you're outside you might want a citronella candle or something like that but if lighting I think is another fun component especially if it's if you're going from day to evening look for inexpensive um, strong lights that you might be able to use or like I said put some fun uh, candles or flameless candles around. I think it adds another element of fun and, um, and depending on the party too, if you have a lot of kids, no, that is not something I would recommend. Um, yeah, my mom actually, um, one Christmas, I think it was like we, we, um, she put like lights inside of a wine bottle and it was like, you know, and gave it to like her siblings or our family right. just for like a little night light at night. Even oh. it was, it was, pretty and glow and had a big ribbon on it and and, and also like for your your table outside at night for your party if you have any extra you know little mason jars hanging around you know those little tea lights that you can mm -hmm. get and I believe they have them at the dollar store also <laughs> um, so you can put a tea light in the mason jar and kind of strew that on the table with your with your nicely you know colored vases with flowers it would be such a pretty sight i think they even have floating candles because i think for our wedding we did um something similar where it was something with a i don't know if it was a mason jar or just a jar or something but we had a floating candle and some you know stuff around like some like stones around it or something too you know uh, and then yeah. keep in mind you don't have to be matchy matchy with your jars if you have right. 
or or your vases. If in in fact, it's even if it's even cooler if they're not matchy matchy. If they're different sizes or shapes, that's great. I agree. The other thing is, is a lot of people don't I think think about this too, but um, heights. It's nice to have things of different heights and also to build up some things on your table. So it's not all, even if you have vases, vases, whatever, of different heights, but if you've got something like, you can use a pedestal um, cake stand stand for, to put some stuff on. You can use, um, you can use something, things from the garden. There are lots of different things that you might have around that you don't even think about. Um, I, uh, my mom, did she used to do this? I know I've done it before. I used to have a beautiful, I don't have it anymore, but it was like a mirrored uh, bowl. And um, I know she got it from me at Gump's in San Francisco, which is a famous um, kind of a, a China home store. And they just have fun, interesting things. I loved it because it reflected and I used to fill it always at like Christmas time. I would fill it with clementines. I, it made a really easy, great uh, centerpiece. Right. Very colorful. You had the reflection. I always had candles going. And so you had reflections off of the, the mirrors and things and then people could eat them. Um, but you can, I, I've done that where I filled it with water and floated small little candles in it where uh, there's a container like that holds the candle and then it would float around in the vessel. Or you can also string floral, um, whether it be greenery or um, grasses or different um, dried things along the table as well to kind of tuck in as you like, along with your um, vases and your candles and whatever else you may have in the center there. Pretty. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now let's talk about occasion. I know you said the type of party determines food choices and decor. Some some of the guides, some of the guide things that you've got here, Teresa, do you want to kind of walk us through this? Sure. Sure. If, if you're, um, obviously you would know what the occasion would be and that's the place to start. And then you figure out how many people you have attending. And then it's always very nice to send out invitations and in enough time in advance, I suggest three weeks, but if you don't have that much time, you know, two weeks is fine. But you want time to have people to get their RSVPs back in plenty of time for you to plan for food and whatever you need uh, for decor, that kind of thing. So you're not rushing at the last minute. And then figure out what your budget is. If it's on a shoestring, then you go from there. If you have, you know, people helping you, that's great, too. Um, and then you figure out your theme or decor. And like I say, like when I found that metal container in my closet, I was kind of off to the races then. And, <laughs> uh -huh. um, but, you know, if it's a baby shower or a wedding shower, if it's a, you know, kind of a fun celebration with friends and family, I mean, you, you have to go off of your occasion to pick your theme and decor and your color palette. Um, especially if you're using things from around the house, you kind of have to, you know, it's, it's, it's fine to have a monochromatic color palette, but if you have several different colors you want to put together, that's great too. And then I didn't know this, but, um, I, I found a little chart that I wanted to share, uh, about what type of food to serve for different times of day that you have your party. So I think this is a great guide to, to go by. 
so if your if your party is early, seven to ten a.m., that's a full breakfast or lunch, so you know what you're serving. Uh, for example, ten to eleven thirty, light snacks or brunch. Uh, eleven thirty to two is a full lunch. Two to five, light snacks. Five to seven, a full dinner. And then after that, desserts or snacks. So that's a really good, helpful guide to know what to serve. Totally. I mean, a lot of times um, when like I have like family coming in for a birthday party, I always try to have like something light for lunch because I know all the snacking and stuff leading up to the main dinner. You don't want something really heavy for lunch. So I'll do like wraps or something, sandwiches or walking tacos or something that I know everyone will like but not overfill on because I always have way more food than needed. So it's mm-hmm. like different apps and dips and snacks. And then we're like, wait, we still have dinner and dessert. <laughs> <laughs> so better planning should, is always a good thing. <laughs> well, and you also made a point too about if you're, if you're entertaining on a shoestring, it is, there are no hard and fast rules. And, you know, Gone are the days, pretty much, of very formal. We're not in the Edwardian era. Um, these, um, so if it's a potluck, it's a potluck. If you, if you, if you, it's a party where everybody brings something, that's okay. If it is just, just as simple as, um, oh, I'm trying to think of something really simple. Hamburgers on the grill, and that's it. That is okay. Really, it comes down to. It's more about the gathering and the people and spending exactly. time with one another. And these are just sort of, like I said, taking maybe a ho-hum sort of party and really kind of finessing the details, sort of a la, as I said, Escape to the Chateau. She takes it to the nth degree. But like, so there are things you can do, but you do not have to do everything and you do not have to, don't try not to put so much pressure on yourself that you lose sight of why you're gathering and what it's about. And, and if you find yourself going down a rabbit hole and getting too stressed out, try to pull yourself back and simplify things. Like I said, ask people to bring things, or maybe there's one thing you can take off your list. Um, so you're not stressing so much, but as much as you can plan and prepare in, in advance and just, uh, keep it simple totally okay if you want to order in you know yeah yes. that is totally acceptable <laughs> exactly who's going to turn down some really good pizza <laughs> right right and even if you take one thing to help you simplify that's excellent. right right um well and we had a couple of ideas food wise here i know you um you've talked about the the soda um, here where you have a drink station, which sort of takes things off your plate. If you've got, um, grab and go, uh, drinks as I know somebody who likes to do like a signature cocktail for a party or something. So you've got something that maybe you've made that people can then just pour from a pitcher or you've made sodas. Um, I mean, this is definitely taking the um, soda in a in a cooler to the to the next level when you're making your own homemade sodas and things like that. But there are if you make a station where you do not have to be the person behind the bar making everything, um, simplify. So it could just be wine and beer and soda, 
So you don't have to do everything. You keep your beer and your soda and, or sorry, wine, beer, soda, and uh, yeah, that's it. So you keep your, your soda and your beer on ice and your white wine, and then the red's there to pour. So you don't have to do anything. It's really simplified um, or have a, a prepared cocktail. Um, we have a lot of, uh, a lot of our cocktails can be volumed up if you want to turn it into mm-hmm. a pitcher or something like that. We love app spreads. Um, we have a ton of ideas in various issues that we've done. Um, here's one that um, we highlighted in the, the issue. And whether it's an all app party or if it's just one thing, but this was our uh, grilled ceviche that's in the summer issue. And um, the nice thing about it is it's, again, made in advance, but we do tell you that you want to definitely serve it on ice to make sure that it stays um fresh and uh, doesn't spoil. But, you know, a taco bar is another one that if you've got your fixins all done in advance, people can just assemble their own kind of thing. And, um, or uh, your idea on the charcuterie board, you took um, something and then deconstructed it. And this is a, um, is it a Greek chicken salad? Is that what that is? No. It's a a grilled uh, chicken fajita Fajita salad. salad. Okay. And it's just all deconstructed, so all the elements are there, and then people can put their own together, you know, in whatever manner they want. I'm all for a good food bar because that lets you, you know, help you enjoy the party. You, but you know, you do all the preparation in advance. But, but I, I personally, I find that um, relaxing to do. Yeah. So you have to be in the kitchen. <laughs> so, you know, but e- even I've made. Um, like a summer gazpacho, uh, a regular gazpacho or a green gazpacho, whatever. And then you set those out in your, your pretty little glasses, you know, on ice. So it could be, it could be really anything. I mean, you can, you can do grilled pizza bar, taco bar, an appetizer bar, an antipasto bar works really well too. Sandwiches. Exactly. I like to do, yeah, use the slow cooker as much as possible too. Like uh, um, one that we do a lot of times is a barbecued pulled chicken. And then, you know, then you can get that kind of prepped and ready, all the stuff, put it in the slow cooker while everything, you know, so when it comes to dinner time, it's all ready to go. You just have to shred it up and nice. make the coleslaw the day before as well. You know, everything make ahead in my book is a win. Yeah. <laughs> so you then it's make- just clean up. You can make beans ahead. You can make your cupcakes ahead. Yeah, all of that kind of stuff. Um, if you're doing homemade ice cream, make that ahead, obviously. And, you know, if people, if you know some people in your party are um, eating healthy, um, I've made loaded zucchini skins before. Um, and then you, you have a healthy option for people. And those are easy and fun to make as well. And, and you can make those um, with budget in mind. I want to hear about those, Teresa. <laughs> well, you know, obviously they're low carb mm-hmm. and you can put any kind of meat inside. You know, I've, I've used uh, ground beef or ground turkey, whatever you want. Um, you put a little cheddar, maybe some bacon, but, you know, a little tiny bit of bacon isn't going to hurt you. Um, green onion and sour cream. Oh, and so is it kind of like a zucchini boat? Like it's exactly. half? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. My dad used to do those. Oh my gosh. He did. He used a little stuffing mix. And a lot of times I think he put, 
I'm trying to think of what meat. It could have been prosciutto. It could have been pancetta. Um, it, maybe it was sausage. I don't know. He made them different all the time, and they were one of the, my most favorite things to eat that he made. They were so good. And he never made them the same ever. <laughs> it was one of those things that was like clean out the refrigerator, yes. turn it, turn it into a stuffing and fill these zucchinis and cook them. And they so good. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. My, my dad, uh, my dad made stuffed zucchini boats as well. <laughs> I think our dads might've gotten along really well. Yes. <laughs> Well, they were hidden up their men. garden. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, is there anything else we want to leave folks with? Well, I mean, we have uh, several party ideas also in the in the summer issue. Not only um, kind of um, decor wise, uh, there's. I'm just looking right behind the um, the party planning is the bourbon bash which is a great make ahead pretty much. Um, that's a slow cooker, uh, pork roast, the hot brown dip. Um, can that be made in advance? Um, I would probably want to, you could prep everything in advance, but you definitely probably want to make it um, okay. probably the day of for best results. But I did note we did reheat it and it was just as good. So okay. yeah, maybe for like the better mouthfeel and overall. Give them uh, the good stuff. <laughs> and there's the frozen old fashioned, which has to be made in advance, and the mm -hmm. choc the walnut chocolate slab pie again in advance. And then pre preceding that article is the taco. Um, and I do think that one is it's it's definitely a fancier uh, taco spread than um, than you know your regular ground beef taco or something like that. But um, the the carne asado, because of the um, the vampiro style, you would have to um, sort of do those a la minuit. Is that how you say that? <laughs> right. You know. Yes. Um, so this one is a little bit more. But if you if you don't mind uh, manning the grill, if you had things all prepped, um, you could grill them and have all your fixings um, done and on the table. And um, and the same thing goes for the brisket that is something that could be done in advance too. You, I mean, obviously have to do that in advance, but um, those are a few things that I'm just looking at that I see. Oh, the, the summer veggie tart, that would be nice for a brunch or, or a light lunch. Um, it's so pretty. Uh-huh. Pretty mm -hmm. presentation. Um, the skewers are another fun um, idea for a party. It could be a whole skewer party. You could pick two or something like that, or one, depending on your, um, your friends and family and what their tastes are. But there are, um, yeah, there's a lot of ideas in here. Um, even the, for two sandwiches, um, you could certainly scale those up and, um, make them for more than just two people. Uh, de and again, depending on what your, uh, family and friends taste are, you could do all three, you could pick one. Um, I mean, the grilled chicken caprese is pretty, pretty entree. It's, it's easy. The grilled kielbasa sandwiches. I know we've gotten some shout outs on social media already for that. And the grilled oh my gosh, the pineapple relish on that. You just had me at pineapple relish. <laughs> I mean, with sausage, my goodness, what a great combo. Um, yeah. And the grilled tuna sandwiches, um, oh my gosh, they're as cute as can be too. 
um, on the little um, Hawaiian rolls. Uh, yum, yum, yum. Ice cream would be a great um, uh, party uh, dessert that you would make in advance. And you could have a Sunday bar. If you were just having a Sunday party, you could do that plus cupcakes. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, there are lots of, uh, ideas in this issue. I think that you Robin can, like, did, Robin did four delicious make and take sides. Thank you. Know? Yes. Perfect. Um, yeah, especially if you're, if you, it's a potluck and you're being called to go to a party. Um, one of these dishes is perfect or, um, honestly there is, I could probably make a meal out of just eating these salads. <laughs> You can <laughs> totally, do, you can do that with some hamburgers and hot dogs and call it good. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I know uh -huh. one year we did a, um, puppy themed birthday party. I think it was for Hannah. And, um, I mean, I loved it just because like we're total dog lovers and we have a golden retriever who's just the sweetest. So Hannah wanted cupcakes to look like a dog, you know? So I of course did that and very cute and turned out well, but then I'm like, okay, what else is out there? So we made puppy chow, you know, little <laughs> snacks like that. And then there was even, um, I think it's golden grams or I can't remember what, but they, it's called Scooby snacks. So they're like little dog bone graham crackers even. And, you know, so it's just little <laughs> things. That you don't even, yeah, it was so cute. And, you I know, hot dogs, you know. <laughs> I remember the pictures of, uh, the cupcakes you made they were so oh. cute oh were, my gosh Maddie, my those favorites. were the best the, the, <laughs> the little tongues and ears yeah well and for you you um do you go to pinterest for a lot of your ideas for that kind of thing sometimes yeah sometimes i'll go on pinterest for if i'm like okay well how are people like the unicorn cake i did this year like how are people doing it were they doing individual were they doing a cake um, so it's kind of nice to see what others have done and it's okay. You know, if it's not perfect, I have to remind myself, you know, just it, you know, it's, it's creative, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, I, I just always think it's fun too, to see what even products are out there, even that it, you know, can tie a theme together with a little snack or. Well, and that's, um, I think it is, uh, Pinterest is, it should be a lot of people's friends. It's a great place mm -hmm. to get ideas and, um, it, you might not employ everything that you see, or it just might, as like Teresa said, the thing for her that sparked, it was just finding that turquoise tub in the back of her closet. Uh, I, we all feel that way with the, you know, we work in a creative field. And so when we're creating something, sometimes it's just the spark that all of a sudden it, it unleashes everything for you, which is a great thing. Um, and, well, and uh, Teresa was talking about the vases too. And then it got me to look under my sink and I'm like, oh yeah, I've got plenty of vases <laughs> to spare to spray paint. <laughs> well, like I said, don't throw out that, uh, your, um, containers for your strawberries. Cause you can put that to good right. use. <laughs> totally. uh, and, uh, I will also give a shout out. We've been talking about doing kind of ice cream as your dessert. Potentially you could, if you wanted have a signature, um, boozy shake as part of your party. Um, and we have four ideas here. Um, there's a minty cha-cha, limoncello mule, a peach bliss and a dirty banana. So if you, um, want to do ice cream and boozy drinks, that could be a party. <laughs> I don't think totally. anybody's going to turn their nose up at that. <laughs>
There are a lot of ideas in the summer issue, and there are a lot of ideas on our website, cuisineathome.com, in terms of appetizers, drinks, uh, sides, and mains. Check out the article on party planning. And then, yeah, search Pinterest if that gives you maybe a spark of an idea. And um, You know one big thing that I like to do, which I think you all know, is I am a total list person. And I make lists for everything, lists on, you know, what's the menu going to be, you know, what should I, you know, lead up on a time schedule. And I think Teresa, you know, Teresa as well was talking about, you know, having a plan, you know, writing it down and having, you know, a point place to kind of see what you already had written ideas, just an ideas all over just to keep track of everything and will help tremendously. And just being able to check off something or it makes a little bit of feeling of accomplishment that you're getting there or even like, a to-do list after you've got everything planned and that's your friend. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, I do that when I travel too, but uh, whenever I do a party um, and also I think along the lines of when you travel, they always say take half the items and twice the money. Same thing. With, I mean, no, I'm not going to say spend twice the money, but <laughs> take some of the things potentially, maybe not on your to-do list when you have your plan, but Sometimes scaling back is a better thing to do. It just eases your your life a little bit and doesn't put so much stress on you. So exactly. When you see it on paper, it's kind of like, okay, maybe I have too much. Where, you know, <laughs> let's start narrowing it down a little and streamlining. Yes. If you think it's too much work for you, employ the help of your friends and family. And also it can always be a potluck too. Everyone wants to bring something or help if they can, even it's as easy as getting napkins or paper or plates, you know, something like a bottle of wine. (laughs) And if you aren't particularly a griller or you don't want to man the grill, appoint a grill master. Yeah. Give give him or her, you know, free reign of your, uh, drink or cocktail bar or whatever the case may be. <laughs> Keep their glass filled. Exactly. And it's, it's okay, too, that if you, it is sort of a potluck or people are bringing, it's okay if you sort of assign, hey, would you bring a baked bean? So you don't, it doesn't even, or instead of just saying a side dish or just say bring something, you can be kind of a little bit specific. You can say, bring me a side dish if you don't care what kind of side dish. Or could you bring me, it's something it's Italian food. So something that goes with that. So, um, yeah. So feel free to direct things in such a way that you are, um, that you're still going to be happy with how this is going to turn out, but at the same time, lighten your load too. Cause again, the, the objective is really to spend time with people and to hopefully everybody have a good time. Exactly. So. I went to a party once that my niece threw Uh, she was getting married and she had a, she threw a party with Cosmos and pizza so that she would have help with her invitations. She wanted little (laughs) bows tied on her invitations. Uh And one of the best parties I've ever been to. It was fun. Everybody had a great time. And, and you know, what a weird combination Cosmos and pizza, but it worked. (laughs) Right. And And she she got got help with getting stuff done. Yep. She got all the help she needed. That's perfect. Those are the little things you remember and it doesn't exactly. even have, it didn't even take much. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, I hope we've given everybody some um, food for thought and some ideas. And um, I'd say just there are no rules. Go to cuisineathome.com for uh, food ideas, drink ideas, and uh, check out our summer issue for party ideas. Anything else, ladies? Oh, have fun this summer. It was yep. so refreshing that, you know, my family was able to get together now that we were all vaccinated and, you know, and to be able to enjoy a birthday party that we couldn't do before and you know right. how to do virtually so right exactly. give those loved ones a little extra hug this year absolutely all right ladies thanks for joining me and uh, thanks all of you for joining us today and we look forward to you coming back next time when there will be more must love food thanks bye-bye visit our site to learn about special offers new products and more for purchase we offer live cooking seminars from pasta making and cast iron cooking to pie baking and stir frying techniques. Our special interest publications feature recipes centered around certain topics like feel good food and slow cooker dinners. We also offer custom cuisine at home branded kitchen tools such as aprons, cutting boards and bench knives. Shop all of our offerings at cuisineathome.com. <laughs>